Welcome to the Highlander Podcast, a production of the Civic Journalism and Media Making course at the Frederick Gunn School. Our podcast invites guests and gun community members to discuss active citizenship and how they have developed strength and character to be a force for good in the world. We welcome you to explore more about the Frederick Gunn School at www.gogun.org. We hope you enjoy the episode. In this episode, Carl Hammer interviews Tucker Parent, a gun alum, on his experience playing varsity soccer at the school and his life at college being a data science major at UVM. Parent talks about his soccer career and how he uses his data science experience to better himself and his team. Nice to meet you, Tucker. Um, my name is Carl. We just int- introduced each other. Um, so let me just start off with uh, a couple questions. So tell us a little bit about yourself personally, where you grew up, family stuff, you know, typical. Sweet. Well, it's nice to meet you too, Carl. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm from Woodbury, Connecticut. I went to Gunn at the time. It was the Gunnery and graduated in 2019. And yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed my time there. And yeah, I, I was on the, the soccer team like you. So you played soccer at Gunn. I, I'm, I'm also playing soccer here. So what got you into soccer? Um, uh, I'm from Canada. So soccer, for me, I have my own story of how I got into it rather than hockey. Um, and I'd like to ask you, why soccer? Why not another you know, typical sport in America like basketball, football? That's a good question. I think soccer is the sport I started playing earliest. Like I started playing when I was like three or something like that. And I didn't really pick up other sports till later on. I played basketball, a little bit of lacrosse at some point, a little bit of baseball. But really, soccer was the thing I played earliest. And to be honest, I think the reason I stuck with it was I think it was just what I was best at when I was young. And that made it the most fun, obviously. So you went to Gunn and you played how many seasons at Gunn? I played four seasons. Four seasons. So tell us a little bit about your your time at Gunn. Obviously, Mr. McMahon was there at the time, but, you know, it was totally different people. Um, you know, how how did it go? Um, obviously, you went from a freshman to a senior. So what was like the transition transition? And, you know, what 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 big things did you take away from your time at Gunn? Well, I came in. Like you said, as a freshman, I was and I was really small. I was like five foot, yeah, probably like five foot, like ninety five pounds. So I was like a really small kid, and I remember going to tryouts and just it being really challenging physically. And yeah, I remember being pretty discouraged. Like I was technical, but I was just I was small. And I remember afterwards, Mr. Rigman coming up to me and saying, "You know, I think it'd be nice for you to." Uh, practice with the varsity team but we'll have you play the games with the jv and i was honestly just like so i was i was just intimidated and i was scared i remember Mm -hmm. talking to him like i can't i can't practice with the varsity team which looking back i I regret that but yeah i ended up just playing with the jv team had a really fun experience with the jv team Uh, a group of kind of juniors and seniors that were on the team that were kind of like more focused on 
lacrosse and hockey. I'm sure you yeah. have. Still yeah, a lot it's of it's most of the like team. That, yeah, yeah. Who are kind of good mentors, not necessarily in the soccer sense, but just like guys who kind of took me under the wing. Had a really good experience. We had, a, we had a great like JV team. I think we lost one game or lost no games, mm-hmm. and then the next year played for the varsity team. Still was a little bit undersized. Didn't I? Wouldn't say I had a tremendous impact. And then mm-hmm. my junior year, I started to pick up a little bit, and um, yeah, at junior year, I was able to have a little bit more of an impact. And then my senior year, I think I had a fairly good season i ended up dislocating my i think it was my left patella mm-hmm, like my mm-hmm. kneecap and so i missed a good chunk of the season um and we never had a, like a a really a record wise like a really right. impressive season but i it was like a, a slight improvement uh, right. each year which was nice but we, we were never yeah. uh, real contenders i would say yeah yeah well we just missed out on the playoffs we had a pretty I mean, pretty unlucky season, but, you know, there's so much you could say about luck, but, you know, I think this season comparably, you know, not the best on, on paper, but, you know, it was definitely an improvement over over the course of a couple of months. You so one more against Canterbury, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're looking go. to beat Canterbury. They're the worst team in our group, but you never know. When you go to play an away game with a pretty – intense atmosphere you know the the moment can seize you up and you can lose it pretty quickly um so you did your four years at gone what were your so coming out of so senior year i mean you're going into college right um what was your sort of what were you looking at like what were you looking forward to like what were your aspirations um i heard like college soccer and and I'm not so sure about like your your personal interests in school. So what what did it look like, sort of graduation year for you, going off to college? Yeah, like you said, I think college soccer was like a big goal of mine, uh, especially starting in junior year. I think probably when I was an underclassman, freshman, sophomore, I didn't really do enough in the off season to like really put myself in a good position in terms of like playing club in the the winter and spring. Uh, my junior year, I think I got a lot more serious and was reaching out to a lot of teams. I was looking to play like D3 somewhere and wasn't didn't really get much interest. Got got a little bit of interest from some really small liberal arts schools, but I knew, talked about like personal interest, I knew I wanted to be in like STEM, something more science-y. So that wasn't really an option. And yeah, I remember I actually talked to Bates College for a little bit. I know uh coach Sheik yeah. is the coach yeah. now so that's yeah. kind of coming full circle mm-hmm. but yeah I just didn't really have have much interest uh from from colleges so I ended up choosing UVM my sister went there I was familiar with it they had um obviously STEM programs specifically they had data science which my sister's roommate uh Sophie Hodgson was a, a data science major and she had a great experience and I was like all right I'll try that mm-hmm. that was pretty much how I landed there so you landed uh, in Vermont, right? That's yep. yeah, Vermont and in data science. So um, what was your experience playing college soccer? Um, um, what was your, you know, going in first year? Um, what were you hoping for? What happened? And then, you know, questions will rise after that too. 
Yeah. So at, once I chose UVM as a school, and again, this was just for academics. I wasn't committed right. to play soccer or anything. I knew I wanted to try to walk on. Obviously, right. I knew that was kind of lofty because I didn't really have much yeah. interest maybe in like D3 schools. So I knew it was going to be a bit of a stretch. But I I went in thinking I was going to walk on. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play on the club, uh, club soccer team in the fall. And I kind of uh, underestimated the, like what the level was going to be. And I, I figured I would just be, you know, I was a good player in high school. I'll probably just be like the best player on the club team and I'll, you know, have right. it easy in the next semester, the next year, I'll, you know, give it a go to walk on. And I came into UVM, we had our tryouts probably the first or second week of school. So early September and I didn't like make the club team. And there's like an A team and a B team. Okay. Yeah, you make either of the teams. So I was like, oh man, a little okay. discouraged. And I was like, okay, this is going to be tough. So I just ended up that year playing pickup all the time and training on my own. And then next year I made the club team, but it was COVID. So we didn't really have games, but still just like training every day on my own. And mm-hmm. in the summers, I would train with a small group that was back in Connecticut of like college guys. Um, one of them was my good friend now, Sadie Shamsonin, who actually played at Canterbury. So that's like an uh, interesting yeah. little rivalry thing. Yeah. Junior year, played on the club team again. Had like a pretty good season. It was our first real season. Uh, I performed pretty well and it was like, all right, I think I'm ready to try out now. And I reached out to the coaches. Um, oh, I got to backtrack a little bit. I already had a bit of a relationship with the coaches because my mm-hmm. sophomore year, I started doing data analysis for the team kind of mm-hmm. as a way to uh, really build a relationship with them so that I would feel more comfortable right. uh, asking them for a tryout. Mm-hmm. And so I'd been doing that for my sophomore year, for my junior year in the fall. And then afterwards, I reached out and said, hey, can I try out? And they brought me in in the spring. Maybe like I would train with them like once a week or so. And I don't think it was like a real taken, really taken seriously um, as a tryout. And I didn't end up being... Um, like taken for the next year. So mm-hmm. I played club team again my senior year. Had a really good experience. We had a great run, great team. And then again, reached out to the the coaches on the varsity team, said, Hey, I'm I'm ready again. Went on trial for pretty much the whole spring semester of my senior year. Got in some spring games and was training, you know, every day, like full, doing everything with the team. And at the end of the spring, they told me that it wasn't, I wasn't going to be selected for the roster in the fall, it, but that I could come back as like a training player and, you know, train and do everything with the team, but I wouldn't be on the roster. So I'm not eligible to play in games. Okay. And so I was a little bit down, but I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm not going to say no to that. And then now the year I'm in now, my graduate year. So I'm doing a one year master's program here. Uh, partway through the season, there were some events that happened. And it basically allowed me to have a roster spot on the team. And, you know, now our regular season's over and we're in in the midst of playoffs. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much the, the four and a half years of, of soccer I've had at UVM. So you did, so you're, you're studying data science. You sort of built, built the rapport with your, with your coaches through data science. So tell, tell us a little bit about, 
what you did i mean maybe first like what is data science and how did you apply that to your relationship with the coaches like what did you do for the the, the, the men's team that and what impact did that have on their performance that's a great question yeah data science it's like a tricky tricky one to explain i usually just say it's a combination of coding like computer science mixed mm-hmm. with statistics and a little bit of math so basically just trying to derive insights from data and then communicate that data um, to people who maybe don't have that coding background or don't have that mm-hmm. stats background so communication is a big part of it but yeah the coding and the stats i'd say and then as for how i use that to kind of work with the team actually a professor of mine reached out to me my sophomore year and he said that the athletics department was looking for people to do um, basically data analysis and it was me and two of my buddies who were also in, in my data science undergrad program Owen and Atticus Patrick and they were both really interested in soccer as well and we'd always talk about how cool it would be to do data science for soccer and then this opportunity just came up and we're like oh we got to do this for the soccer team so we got put in touch with um, the coaches at UVM was Rob Dow and Adrian Dubois at the time. And we just said, Hey, like we want to like help out and do like, we didn't even really know what we we're going to be doing, but they, they told us that they had this software called Y scout, which basically mm-hmm. records stats on all the games, like some really advanced stats, um, that we can get into more, uh, if you'd mm-hmm. like, but, and we, we were given access to that. And then basically all we did was, we basically made some presentations that kind of summarize some of those statistics. Uh, we generated some visuals using Python, which is a coding language, and would put that in a presentation and then kind of communicate what we found to the coaches. So basically how we were seeing the game from a really more statistical standpoint, and then basically communicating with that, that with them, and that would either challenge their opinions of the game based on you know the eye test, just watching it, or uh, maybe it would, you know, go right along with how they were seeing the game and it would confirm what they were thinking. So sort of like taking, so like let's say you have a game against a team and, you know, they have a, a star player, sort of taking the data you have on him. So let's say he his like weakness is like crossing with his left foot and you would take that data, you'd say, hey, look, let's push, let's try to push this guy on his left foot for your center back. So it's sort of like taking taking the insights of like something you've learned about your, your, I mean, let's say your, your opposing team and applying it to benefit your own sort of goals. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's especially helpful because obviously film was really important, like watching games, right. But you know, you can, you can't watch a uh, hundred, you know, maybe players played a hundred games. You can't watch all of those games. You don't have have the time. So sometimes mm-hmm. Statistics are really good because they can kind of capture a piece of that game and say, like you said, maybe every time they're on their left foot, they only score or they only hit the frame, you know, 5% of the time. Okay. But when they're on the right foot, they hit the frame, you know, 25% of the time. So that's like, okay, yeah. we don't have yeah. to, you know, you don't have to watch 100, 100 games yeah. to know, push them to his left, you know, yeah. things like that. It gets a little bit more advanced than that, but that's, I think that's a great example. So, so what are the more advanced? Obviously, that's a very like basic. And that's what I picked up from the links you sent me and a little bit of research about. Yeah. But what, what's like the more advanced sort of 
aspect aspect of this this app you use i think there I'll, I'll talk about three of them i think so there's expected goals which you may have heard about basically let's say carl let's say you have a shot um you're playing like wilson northampton or something you okay. you get a shot the top of the six your your teammate crosses the ball on the ground it's on the top of the six it's just you and the goalie the expected right. goal is like that. Basically, the probability that you're going to score that is probably like ninety percent higher. So you okay. you have like a point nine point nine five okay. for for that shot. Mm-hmm. So you take that, you take all of the shots you've had, and you add them up for that game. Maybe you had one from forty yards out, and that's maybe you know like a point one or point two. Right. That's right. You know, right. Not a lot of people are going to score that. <laughs> you have one from the top of the eighteen. Maybe it's a point two five. You know one in every four of those goes in and you add those up throughout the game. Let's say you were expected to score the sum of your expected goals. You were expected to score 1.4 goals, but you actually scored two. That would mean like, okay, Carl is overperforming this game. His finishing is, is really quality. Or if someone else, they have a uh, expected goals of, you know, that same expected goals 1.4 and they score zero. That means they're, you know, they're getting good opportunities, but they're just not converting. So their finishing is, Basically, they're underperforming. So that's a big one. And then there's one match tempo, which is like the passes per minute of pure ball, ball possessions. So basically, that's just how fast the team is moving the ball. So okay, the best so, teams okay. in the world can have a really high match tempo. And as you go down levels, it's going to be a, bit, a little bit lower. Basically, the speed of speed of play. The speed of like how many passes are made. Okay, I see. Yeah. And then you and then you take that into... Okay, I see. So you take that into consideration, like how, how high you want to make your block or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. If, so if we're playing a team and they have a really high match tempo, I mean, we're probably going to know if they're good or not already, but okay, that'll be yeah, like, yeah. the team can really move the ball and it, huh. it changes the way you're going to need to play. Um, yeah. So that was your, so that's sort of what you did for, I mean, that's sports analytics. Yeah. And you're, 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 you're in your master's year, um, graduate, you're graduating this year. Yep. Where are you off to? where you hope to be off to after this year at UVM? That's a good question. So I think for the spring, I'm going to be hanging around in Burlington. That's where UVM is. Mm-hmm. And I'm working for this uh, small medical software company um, in town. And I think I'm going to continue, I'm, or I'm going to continue working them for the spring. And then kind of plans after that are a little bit up in the air. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think I want to work in, you know, either, you know, we've talked about sports. I think working in sports would really be, would be really cool or working in wearables, things like Fitbit or whoop, something like that. Right. Um, something related to like fitness and health. And I'm interested in that stuff. And then, and then, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing, and this data science applies to like, I mean, essentially anything you can imagine, right. Just as like more general, right. Quite of a question, but. I can imagine they use data science and there's like a thousand things I can think of, but you know, sports, medicine, uh, like industry, maybe what, what, what about that? Where's like the major applications of, of your, um, your, your, um, what you're studying. Yeah, no, you're, you're a hundred percent right. I, I think that's the thing that I love most about data science is that you can apply it to anything mm-hmm. like marketing. You said medicine, that's a huge one sports obviously um you know economics like you anything 
anything where you can have like a, you know, like an Excel spreadsheet with data on it, then you can, you know, you can do data. You can, you can like, a, you can like give insight. And then that would be like done in firms, sort of like a consulting agency. Like, uh, so like it would be, like it'd be a firm, for example, that would like, like you can like buy a service and then you would get something like that or, or anything. Yeah. Anything similar, right? Yes. Yeah. You can, there, there's like consulting firms where, um, like data science will be outsourced. So a company will hire a data science consulting firm or a lot of companies just have a data science team. You know, they have a data scientist, data analyst, whatever, like just specifically for that company, which is cool. So, so let's link, link back more to, more to your like soccer a little bit more. So like what, so you played, so you, you walk, did you walk on the, the last, I mean, you're still playing now, right? Yeah. What's your, what, what's your sort of position on the team right now? To, to answer your first question, I did walk on last spring. Okay. And then just, or I guess technically, yeah, I would say last spring. I guess technically I wasn't officially on the roster until mm-hmm. this. I don't know. It's kind of complicated. But position, I play, I don't know. I, I'd say I'm kind of a utility player, but um, I consider myself a midfielder. I played a little bit of outside back in the spring, a little bit of forward too. Um, but I, I don't know. I consider myself like a wide midfielder. So do you like use Y Scout at all for your own self? Like I can imagine myself, you know, right now I'm like making highlight tapes for myself. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. aspiring also to play in college. Um, I'm like making highlight tapes, but you know, that's mostly like marketing myself. Um, I can watch film and like look at my positioning and, you know, you know, the feeling it's like, you always seem so much worse than you, than you, than you feel you've played the game and you, yeah. You always like you always like like face palming at every every like mistake you make, and you know it's great value to like watching your 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 film like with anything you know having an outside perspective. But like, how does how do you use or do you use Y Scout for your for yourself? Because that's like yeah. a totally different realm of like data and information that you can use to improve. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. Um... Well, I think a big one is honestly looking at like opponents that we think we're gonna play. So like, let's say I mean I'll be honest with you, I'm I don't I don't play that much, so it's like right, okay. I don't have much much film of myself to look at from games. Um, but I, I will look at like someone that I may be lined up against, you know. Mm-hmm. So or or one of my teammates may ask me, "Hey, I'm I'm playing winger in this game. Like, can we go over some?" Can you show me something from the fullback? Um, and then obviously the coaches do a ton of that. But yeah, yeah. And, and I know players are always going in with the coaches to, you know, go over their, their own wide scout video and then the people they're going to be matched up against. So that's really big. Um, but like I said, like, I don't have a ton of game footage myself. Right. So like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and obviously that, this is like, this is like a real like thing. It's like, this goes up to like the pros. Like you can like, like you can track Manchester City's, yeah, and you know whatever Barcelona's statistics, and and that that that's like it goes up that high, right? Yeah, so it's every pretty much every professional league, okay, um, and like elite amateur, uh, so you can yeah, if you wanted to, you could go click on Inter Miami, 
look at Messi, see all his shots. Like, yeah. So it's it's really cool. It's fun to play yeah. Right now. yeah, that's that's cool. So, um, maybe I'll like like to wrap up a little bit. Um, your time at Gun. Um, what were you? What like uh, like did you know? I mean, obviously, time at Gun like referring to like when you were younger and like your interests. So like, did you know right away you mentioned you wanted to go into STEM, but did you know right away um, that you, what you wanted to do necessarily after high school? I wouldn't say going into gun. I knew that. I think I knew I was always more of a math science kind of person than a, okay. like a humanities person so i think i knew i would probably go into something like math or i thought about economics for a while engineering i thought about for a while um, mm-hmm. but uh, data science was never on my radar it was pretty new at the time so i don't even i don't think i knew yeah. what it was until maybe my senior year and even then until i really started i didn't really know what it was um yeah well that's cool because like personally like i, I think i know i want to go into something but it's it's cool to hear a, um, a story of like your story where you had like I mean you basically found out about it you know through a friend of a friend and yeah that's that's a, and then like everything sort of bloomed out of that it's a pretty cool uh, story you have well uh, I thank you I thanks thanks for talking and I look forward to future conversations with you yeah no thank you so much for having me on Carl it was really fun cheers cheers. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information, visit www.gogun.org or find us at our Instagram at frederickgun1850.